Operation Confidence proudly presents America's Invisible Heroes Talk Radio Show. Tune in weekly on Sundays from 2 p.m. to 3.30 p.m. Pacific Time with your host, Consuelo Mackey, co-host, Air Force veteran, Matt Davidson, announcers, Taylor Marcella and Brooke Gadesi, U.S. Army veteran and entertainment segment host, Charles Whitehead, U.S. Army veteran and strategies for host segment host, Dr. Kathy Cash, U.S. Army veteran and lifeline for women veterans segment host, Martha Elena Varela, National Director of Faith Services, Chaplain, and Veterans and Recovery segment host, Anthony Akinfora, and U.S. Air Force veteran and incarcerated to success segment host, Kevin Lewandowski. For more information or to be a guest on our show, email info at operationconfidence.org. <coughs> America's invisible hero. hero. Operation Confidence is a grassroots nonprofit. The organization's mission is to provide stable housing for veterans who have experienced homelessness as well as providing a wide range of supportive services. To help accomplish our goal, a successful landowner has donated land for the project, a world-renowned architect has offered to design the houses, and construction classes from the local community colleges will take part in building the houses. Your support and donations are needed. To get involved, please visit our website at www.operationconfidence.org or email info at operationconfidence.com. Okay. Well, welcome everyone, and thank you for tuning in to America's Invisible Heroes, a show dedicated to our veterans and their families. Yes, I'm your host, Consuela Mackey, Executive Director of a grassroots nonprofit organization called Operation Confidence. No, I'm not a veteran, but my heart goes out to our American heroes, especially those who are disabled and may have experienced homelessness. For those who are new to the show, American Invisible Heroes was established to provide a platform for our veterans to be able to share their experiences, heartfelt stories, resources, and challenges. Now, board member Taylor Marcellus will present our co-host for today. Take it away, uh, Taylor, Taylor, baby girl. Uh, we have Army Reserve Veteran Charles Whitehead, who is a board member um, and segment host on the entertainment side. And then we have U.S. Navy Veteran Calvin Poole and his monthly segment, Blinded Veterans Helping Blinded vet- Veterans. Okay. Well, so we're going to let uh, Calvin take it away from here and introduce your Guess what, well, Taylor? She, you're going to present Calvin first, though, and then yes. from there we're going to go ahead on and let him present his guest. Okay? Yes, ma'am. Okay. So, uh, U.S. Navy veteran Calvin Poole is the past president of the Tennessee Regional Group of the Blinded Veterans Association (BVA). He is currently the secretary treasurer for the Tennessee Regional Group of the BVA and regional BVA ambassador. He is also the chairman of the BBA for the Golden Age Games. 
Calvin is co-founder and president of the executive board for the Tri-State Adaptive Sports Association, TASA. The purpose of TASA is to help improve the quality of life for persons who are physically or mentally challenged through adaptive sports. TASA currently offers archery, bowling, golf, golf ball, and tandem cycling. TASA can also provide many adventure sports on demand, such as cornhole, bocce, and beatball. You can contact them at 901-304-7440, and that's his cell, or go to tasaweb.org. Again, tasaweb.org. Um, so his guests today are Monica Gilmore, um, she will present about her new clothing line for people with sight impairment. We have Marlene Davis Lilly, who will present about advocating and filling disability benefits through BDA. We have Ken um, Asum, I believe. And Asum, long age. Or Asum, I apologize, sir. That's Ken no problem. Asum. You have heard um, a lot worse. <laughs> I want to get it right. Um, <laughs> So Ken is committed to helping his fellow veterans through volunteer leadership roles. He is a past uh, district board director of the Blinded Veterans Association and president of the Blinded Veterans Association Southern California Regional Group and is currently the chair of team at BBA. He chairs Santa Clarita uh, Valley Senior Center, the Advisory Council Veteran Committee and takes pride in organizing and overseeing Veterans Day, Memorial Day and Blinded Veterans Day tribute at the Senior Center. He created a Veterans Health Identification Card Guide. He is also active on the VICE group at the downtown branch of the VA of Greater Los Angeles Healthcare System. His dedication, skills, and knowledge has made um, a difference in the lives of many. And last but not least, we have um, Brian Harris, District Director Two of BBA, who will discuss the happenings in his district. Calvin, take it away. Thank you, Taylor, for that wonderful introduction. And you have pretty much done the work for me. Mm -hmm. uh, the the guests that we have here today are four of um, people that I've met over the years, and I don't want to exclude the most important person in the group is Michelle Harrison. Without her this thing couldn't happen. She's a very hard worker. She works diligently to help keep this um, blinded veteran, helping blinded veteran segment working. And, and to that point, I would like to first introduce our first guest speaker, which is Monica Gilmore. And so that we can get all their wonderful stories and input today, I'd like to pass it over to Monica. Thank you, Monica. Can you hear us, Monica? It's on you. Greetings, everyone. Yes, I was just sharing my screen. Can you guys see my screen on your on your end? Not yet. You want to go ahead and introduce yourself first and yes. then share your screen? Uh-huh. My name is Monica Gilmore. I'm a former um District Director of the Blinded Veterans Association myself. I am now the business owner of One Vet, One Love, which is a veteran apparel, adaptive sports apparel company. as located here in Nightdale, North Carolina. 
So that is my goal and my mission now, as well as continuous advocating for all veterans, um, not just blinded veterans. Okay, great. And you have a website you want to show? Yes, give me one second. I hit share. Mm -hmm. I got my marketing manager beside me. We're trying to get it together. <laughs> Be sure and uh, have it open. If you have it minimized and try to share, it won't show. Okay. Or, Monica, you can um, send me the link in the chat and I'll be able to pull it up that way. I'm going to give it to you right now. It's one, the number one. V is in Victor, E is in Egg, T is in Tom, the number one, the letter L, U is in Umbrella, V is in Victor.org, one vet, one love.org. Okay. So I'm going to do that right now. And I did have it minimized. You guys have it up yet? Yeah, it shows now. So this is my business. Um, I take pride in my business, um, with giving a way to give back to the veterans, um, giving a way to give back to the veterans. Somebody has a, um, a uh, delay or do somebody watching on a computer or something in there in the same room no i think we got it talking to me uh i don't know who but uh I, I got a bunch of noise behind me i'm trying to keep myself muted but i heard a everything you say comes back uh in an echo yeah it's, it's i delayed. heard it too but i don't hear it any I don't hear it anymore. Yeah, I know you don't. Okay. You want to tell us a little bit about it as, as you stroll through your presentation? Yeah. So on my website, you will find, I do, I was, I was sold out um, my first week of opening um, due to government contracts that I have now and outside government um, military related businesses. I do have some new apparel coming out um, within the next month by late July, early August for the fall and still some summer um, apparel. But my apparel consists of, there is no apparel, athletic apparel out here on the market from no company such as Nike, Reeboks, none of those companies. Most of my apparel have specifications to it to assist those, not just normal veterans with no disabilities, but those that are paraplegic, blind, amputees, um, hearing, um, all, all types of disabilities. Um, so I decided, God gave me the vision to make comfortable athletic wear 
um, for all types of veterans, even those that deal with certain disabilities. Now, um, this idea also came to me and through uh, participating in a lot of a different adaptive sports, um, which I started adaptive sports through the Blinded Veterans Association, um, getting acquainted with them. And through the process, I also had a chance to learn from other disabled veterans, though those that were amputees, um, blind, hearing loss, and, and different other issues, even with PTSD um, and other issues. And so I decided, I noticed that doing a lot of adaptive sports that they didn't have really comfortable um, athletic wear to wear um, doing, when doing sports, um, even wheelchair basketball. You know, you just have regular basketball shorts. And so asking the different veterans questions about um, issues they face with, you know, with their apparel that they wear just helped me to gain further knowledge of what I wanted to produce um, for them. And so I went with it. Um, it has taken almost two years um, for me to collaborate and get everything together, how I um, exactly wanted the athletic apparel to meet their needs. And so that's what I did. Um, I'm, I'm, I was willing to, to take charge and work to get it honed down to exactly what I really wanted. That sounds amazing. Yes, ma'am. What you doing? Congratulations. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And how long have you been in business? I may have missed that. Um, I've been in business since December of 2022, and I'm also um, branded. And not just in the, in the United States, I'm also <laughs> branded in the UK and Australia. All right. You go, girl. That's wonderful. Congratulations. Yeah. Okay, and maybe one day you'll come back and share some of your products and and even some of your models. That would be excellent. Yes, absolutely. My website will be consistently changing um, as I go further with my business. I I will eventually have a lot of the veterans that have stood beside me and have encouraged me, such as those that are a lot of them that are on the on this um, platform today. Marlene Davis, who also previously did the um, the an Appalachian Trail march with me up in the Northern Appalachian Trail. Brian Harris, who has me and him have done a lot of adaptive sports events together, um, and Mashawn, um, so and Calvin Poole. So they have definitely been inspiring as well throughout this process. That is so wonderful. We're just gonna say congratulations. Keep up the good work. Even I have a similar background. I, forever, I've been in the fashion and cosmetology industry and have made some clothes and designs for individuals with disabilities. So what you're doing is to be commended because right. there's so mm -hmm. much that they need, you know? Right. And also on my website, I have an advocacy part that I'm strong on that has a lot of different organizations. If you go to the resource page, you will mm -hmm. find a lot of different um, organizations that that I have been acquainted with and still keep in contact with and and for veterans to use those resources where they see fit. So I do have the Tri-State up there, the BVA, and a lot of different other organizations that have been encouraging and inspiring, inspiring to um, for me um, in the past. That's what hey, we love to put your information on our website as well. Yeah. I was just getting ready to ask you what inspired you and, and uh, to, to you know, start the line, the clothing line. 
Um, just just seeing um, and and it, seeing other disabled veterans struggling with not having proper and comfortable athletic wear when they did adaptive sports, um, and even for me, I you know being a woman, not everything that men wear when I'm when I kayak or or when I um, play golf or go skiing is comfortable for me. So my clothing is, a lot of my clothing is unisex, just like military apparel. Um, small, medium, large sizes. Um, and so I, and I wanted to make them unisex um, because that's what the military did for me when I was in there. Um, there were only certain things that were not, you know, that they had to tailor towards a woman's, a, a woman and a man's physique. Um, and, the, and that was fine, but I wanted most of my clothing to be unisex. Mm -hmm. Right. That is so cool. So, so Mark, how difficult was it being a visually impaired veteran and getting started in that business? Did you run into any difficulties being visually impaired? Um, you know, yeah, there were little, little difficulties. Because um, even though we can't see, we still have a vision. We can vision. I wasn't born mm -hmm. blind, so I could see before. So I kind of know right. how I wanted the clothing to fit. Um, and asking, I, yeah, I did have to ask men, um, Brian and other uh, veterans that I have dealt with in the past. I would ask them certain things as to how their clothing um, fit them, or what, what I need to hone in on. So that was a difficult part. Um, and then dealing with different disabilities like paraplegies or amputees. Right. Um, Brian is also a blind and an amputee. And so I got a lot of information from him and a few other mm -hmm. amputees in the BVA. They really helped me out a lot. And um, a lot of women too. Yep, a lot That's of the so women. Wonderful. Congratulations yes. and wish you much success. Thank you. And as I said before, we want to see you come back with some of your models and some of your products so that we can help you on this end. Yes, Push I sure through. will. Okay. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. you. One more question. Yes. Being a being a, a businessman myself, what advice do you have for other disabled veterans going into business for themselves? Just to, you know, you know, give us a brief uh, you know, advice, tip real, you know. My main advice that I would, would that I would tell them is to don't listen to the naysayers. Um, there you go. Trust the process. Mm -hmm. Trust. Well, I trust God. Um, there you go. And so, therefore, you know, I I I can't give up. He didn't give up on me. If he there gave me the vision, I'm going to keep running for it. I don't care how long it it took me, how long it's going to take me, because I haven't arrived yet. This is just the beginning for me, and mm -hmm. for any mm -hmm. entrepreneur. I just want to remind them to keep going forth. Um, and the only way to, to shut the naysayers down is to just keep producing. There you go. You there sound you go. right. Yep, you keep sound so carbon copy. Yep. <laughs> you definitely got them out there saying you can't do it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. It's great. Well, we want great. to, I think what you're doing is amazing. Thank Monica, you so can I ask you, uh, Ms. Michonne, can I ask you, um, had you considered taking your adventure out to the show like Shark Tank? No, um, my next major thing, hopefully will, that'll be cleared soon, is getting my stuff in all the PXs. Um, mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So I'm working on that. So hopefully that'll be finished soon. And that wasn't really hard, but yeah, I'm dealing heavily now, not just with individual sales, but with big time contracts. Right. Putting them in stores and stuff, you know? Across the country, mm -hmm. yeah. Yep. Are you looking are you looking for male models? I'm looking for all types of models. Yes, sir. Yeah. Okay. So I if you want to model, definitely I you know, I'll be reaching out to a lot of you guys um okay. at least by September, October, because I'm gonna do a photo shoot and I'll be able to possibly, you know, fly everyone in at the same time and stuff. So be looking forward to that. Mm -hmm. Ready. All right now. All right. You go, girl. So proud of you. Thank you so much. Love the good work too. A lot of people, Thank a lot of our disabled veterans, especially those with vision impairment, is really, really needing some fabulous outfits. So you have a lot of sports attire and business attire and what else? Is that about it? Athletic, just athletic aware for just for any type of sport. Golf, hiking, basketball, oh, wow. wheelchair, basketball, running, mm -hmm. um, tennis. Um, what else? Tennis, kayaking. Oh, okay, all sports. Yeah, all mm -hmm. sports. Yep. Uh, 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 parachute jumpers, Connie. <laughs> Don't put me in that. <laughs> Depending on what you want to wear when you when you parachute. Uh -huh. <laughs> That's Michelle, not me. I ain't parachute. We gonna get out there, huh? Oh, heck no. Mm -mm. <laughs> Yeah. All right, well, good job. Good job. You know what? Before you go, uh, tell us uh, how to reach you again. How yeah, please do. Yes, you can reach me at, at on my website, which is onevetonelove.org, or you can reach me by email, which is one vet, the number one, V E T, the number one, L U V, at gmail.com. Um, my phone number is the same number that the government has online when you Google my name. <laughs> that's the number, <laughs> the only number for me. And I'm not, you know, hey, that's fine. But yeah, my number is 252-822-3486. That's we online need you as well. All you we have need to you repeat that because we, we also not only on, on Zoom, but we're on YouTube and a lot of other podcasts. Yes, well, my, first of all, my, my name is Monica Gilmore. M-O-N-A-C-A. I do not have an I in my first name. Gilmore, G-I-L-M-O-R-E. My website for my business is onevetonelove.org. My email is onevetonelove at gmail.com. Got it. Okay. All right. Yeah. Up the good thank, work. thank you, Monica. You are such an inspiration. Yes, she, yes she is. Very much so. Yeah. Okay, so Taylor, we're moving right along. Well, this is Marlene Davis, Lily, welcome. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Okay, you want to tell us a little bit about Marlene before we turn it over to uh, to Calvin? Yes, ma'am. My name is Marlene Davis, Lily. I am a fourth generation of five generations of U.S. Navy. Uh, yeah. wow, that's amazing. A retired mental health social worker. I went to grad school in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Currently, I am a national service officer for the Blinded Veterans Association, 
and I am the military chair for my uh, sorority, uh, Zeta Phi Beta Incorporated, here in uh, Arkansas. So. Yeah, so inspiring. We have a few questions. Uh, mm -hmm. So Marlene, um, what is a VSO? A VSO is a veteran service officer that files claims for veterans against our government for injuries that occurred in service. Mm. And for those of us that are not veterans, can you kind of explain a little bit more how, what, what that's all about, the VSO? What all do they do? Actually, we do um, pretty much uh, what they call new claims. It, the claim can consist of an injury that occurred in service. It can consist of post-traumatic stress that occurred after service because it starts to manifest itself after service. And the mm -hmm. same way with blindness, they can have symptoms in service, but it can manifest itself further once they're out of service and we can file claims for those benefits. Oh, wow, that's amazing. Okay. Uh, Charles, did you have a question for, for Miss Lily? Um, yeah, I mean, you know, um, what, what kind of training did you do um, to become a VSO? What do you have to do to be a VSO, veteran service officer? You know, well, you have to be accredited for one. Uh, you have to go through the Office of General Counsel to become accredited. But I volunteered as a service officer for 22 years. And I started at a vet center in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So I began to be tutelaged under a veteran service officer there who is now in Rockford, Illinois, but he was in Milwaukee at the time, uh, Howard Harris, a great service officer and um, kind of gave me the tools that I need to be where I am today as a service officer. Well, so what kind of challenges do you face being a VSO? Because I know there are some challenges, uh, you know, just knowing uh, what I've uh, experienced with. I'm not a VSO or NSO, but I mm -hmm. dealt with them. So what are your challenges, you, you know, day to day dealing with different veterans? Well, mm -hmm. you have to understand that I myself am a veteran. So I understand uh, a lot of the things that those veterans have experienced. I have experienced myself whether it was homelessness, drug addiction, uh, post-traumatic uh, uh, post stress, personal assault, mm -hmm. a lot of those issues we have faced ourselves. Right. So we can understand when the veteran comes in and a lot of them, you know, they may not be nice. Their words may not be nice, mm -hmm. but I understand where they are so I can meet them where they are. That is so, so wonderful. God bless what you're doing. And you're seeing it on your end. So do you think the claim process has improved? improved? And if so, uh, tell me how. And what do you, you know, in your, your, in your eye, from your eyes, from your side, I should say. Do you want me to be honest? Yep. That's what exactly. The, cl the claims process can be improved. Absolutely. Because we have a multitude of veterans that are not receiving benefits. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we hear that all the time. Oh, you preaching to the choir now. <laughs> That's right. That's I'm, like, so, I'm like, yeah, brain, just tell it like it is, you know. And and yeah. I mean, I know the process is flawed because 
you know, I see it. I see the people who complain and I see what they complain about. And I'm one of them. I'm going through it myself. So I understand. I just, you know, you know, coming from your you being a, a officer yourself, because <clears throat> a lot of times uh, we tend to put out false information and make everything seem like it's all uh, rosy and peachy creamy, but it's not, you know, so that's good. You know, you know, there are mm -hmm. a lot of issues that come up that are not being taken care of or addressed. And of course, I'm going to say my piece about it because I, I'm a veteran on the same end as, as the veteran. So, mm -hmm. you know, I want someone to do something about it. I don't want them to blow smoke at me because that's mm -hmm. not going to help the issues. You got people who are living below the poverty level who can't even get their benefits done because nobody takes the time to do it. Yeah, that's so sad. You know, another population that we've uh, shared information with and had a few on the show were the senior veterans, you know, the ones that kind of don't have any resources, can't get their, their benefits, nor do they have jobs or friends or anything. So that's a population that's, sorry to say, has kind of been overlooked as well. Well, that population is not being serviced because somebody's not doing their job. Yeah. Because yeah, as a person, as, as a senior, they're eligible for pension benefits. If nothing else, they're eligible for pension. Mm -hmm. But you have to remember, some of them may have been in World War II. Mm -hmm. Some of them may have been in Vietnam and they may not have their records because you have, we have veterans that have had special assignments. And that special assignment, they may not be listed to a regular veteran service officer, but there is an office that covers those special assignments. Those records can be found. But most often people don't wanna go and do that extra step to take care of that. Is that a long process though? Cause some of them seem like they just give up. Well, people do give up and I always tell them whatever you do, don't ever give, give up. You always file an appeal. You never give up. You keep your appeal going because in your benefit is, is going to come to you. It's going to be retro back to you. Just never give up on your benefit, even if you have to go before the Board of Veteran Appeals mm -hmm. or if you have to take it to the court with, a, with an attorney to the U.S. Supreme Court. If you have to take it there, take it there, but never give up on your benefit. See, that's part of the process problem, too. Uh, you know, some of them, they call like before they even get in touch with an NSO or a VSO and, and they talk to someone like at the VA and the VA, mm -hmm. you see those people who are working at the VA are civilians and, right. and they yeah, take their time, they do whatever they want, you know, they, they sit around, they lollygag, the file sits on their desk for whatever, they take care of that stuff. And so it frustrates these veterans and people get, some people just don't have the patience and then, like you say, they just, they quit. I mean, you, we shouldn't quit, but that happens. It's, it's you know, I, I know it, you know, I see.